0: Hey guys, welcome to episode number 18 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to another episode with my best friend, Stella. What's going on?
1: Not much. Just getting ready to go to an event in Toronto. Uh, It's a high-intensity interval training class. Hey, oh my God. Actually, Mimi, they want me to go and Instagram some stuff of it afterwards, but it's so funny because... I was like, can I come early? And they were like, no, do it after the class. So I'm going to be so sweaty trying to take cute pics. <laughs>
0: Why would they not let you? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I
1: know. They were like, we're going to be setting up before. So can you just take photos after? I was like, yeah, when I look like a tomato, for sure.
0: Assholes. Okay. You can hear my laundry machine, can't you?
1: I can't. I honestly
0: it is can't. so loud. I have my headphones on and I can hear it. Okay. Pause this for a second. I'm going to go turn it off. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> sorry about that no worries it's so loud okay anyway yes that's so fun and you're gonna be tomato face but all good you actually look good after working are
1: out. you on crack no 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 I'm
0: I'm not on crack <laughs> I,
1: honestly but it's funny because no one ever thinks they look good after they work out all of my friends I think they look so beautiful after they work out and myself I'm like I look like I am having a heart attack
0: I actually think I look, like, really, really different, like, when I'm all made up with a lot of makeup and, like, my hair done and everything done. And then when I'm just, like, no makeup, hair up, worked out, like, red faced. I no, really envy those girls that look the same.
1: <laughs> no, but you're an example of someone I think you look good after you work out. Really? Yeah.
0: Recently, I- I've been liking how I look without makeup. But – and, like, I, I kind of forgot how to – like, I've forgotten how to put makeup on properly because I haven't done it <laughs> in so long. <laughs> oh, my gosh. so
1: good. Yeah, I, I always – feel play. like
0: a cabin fever.
1: Well, I think we're going to also look back and be like, why did we wear so much makeup in our te- – I know. Even looking back on my teens, I'm like, why was I wearing so much makeup when I was 15? Like, your skin was perfect. <laughs>
0: I know. It's awful. It's just because it's like the trend, right? And also, like, I don't know. I feel like we are told that we look better with makeup. So we're going to put makeup on even though a lot of people don't, you know? So I get it.
1: Yeah, and it's one of the first ways that you start to feel like a grown-up as a girl. I remember putting on my first makeup, also hilarious. The makeup I used to wear. I legit used to wear blue eyeshadow to school, like to northern, I would wear a blue eyeshadow. And then my friends and I would fight over this sparkly, like legit glitter, sparkle liquid eyeliner. Every time we'd go out, we'd be like, Okay, shoddy using the glitter first. <laughs>
0: oh my god awful that is so funny i remember before i discovered um like eyelash extensions i would buy those like fake eyelash um like the whole lash set and with the glue you buy at any like uh drugstore you know the shoppers on yeah
1: yeah oh my god those are so funny
0: and i would oh my god i would use those like in high school going to a party or something and I remember at the end of the night like they'd be half falling off and it's just like no oh my god like literally like, in your eye just like a little bit lazy <laughs> yeah or like if one falls off and you're like oh fuck <laughs> like, I don't oh know god,
1: so funny
0: that's so funny <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah I don't know like I feel like because I haven't you know gone out really properly or done fun things with friends lately like i do stuff with ben and like kodo and i'm seeing Shark tomorrow and stuff but like i don't know i feel like because i haven't like been going out as much I, as i used to i'm kind of just having like cabin fever lately and i just feel like i am overworking myself But then i also like don't want to go out because then i'm like regretting it if i do do you know what i mean and like so i i come to the conclusion where it's like okay, like I would go out if I wanted to, but I don't even want to anymore because I would regret it. Does that make for sense? For sure.
1: And I think that also that's just a mature standpoint that you're not just doing things for the, to like for not for, don't do it for the FOMO, you know, don't do it for the fear of missing out. You're just living your life and doing what you want to be doing. And exactly if you wanted to go, you would do it. And you have so many people that would love to, but it's just, you're focusing on other things right now. And I also think it's okay to kind of go through phases of it.
0: Yeah, I know. But then I'm just like, I'm in this weird point right now because I've been putting so much of my energy into this podcast. and I've been, you know, just working a lot and dictating my own days and I'm alone a lot. Right. And I don't know. I just feel like I'm in this weird like limbo right now and I just want shit to start happening. And I think I like want to just start having more fun. For sure. You know?
1: It's funny. I actually was talking to a friend about this yesterday about the being alone thing. And I think that one of the best, I feel like for people that know this, it's obvious, but one of the best descriptions I've ever heard of what an introvert versus an extrovert is, is an introvert is someone that recharges alone and an extrovert is someone that recharges around other people. And I think that my, I was talking to a friend because I remember when I was first starting my business and I was by myself all the time. And I honestly, Mimi thought I was going insane. And I remember I started working at this clinic and they were like, why do you want to work here one day a week? And I literally was just like, full disclosure, I need to be around people. I am alone all the freaking time. Please let me be a part of your community basically. And It helped so much just having that one day where you make a point to be around other people. And a friend of mine who's in school right now and was kind of feeling that too. She's like, I'm alone all day and I just feel like I'm going crazy. And I think it's hard. Like you don't realize how much you recharge around other people until you don't have that luxury.
0: But I also feel like I'm a bit of both introvert and extrovert. Like I love chatting and socializing and being at a party and having great conversation with a bunch of different people. And then when I'm home that night, I'm exhausted and I need to be alone to recharge. So I think I'm in like an extroverted person in social circumstances because I'm very confident and talkative. But then when I'm alone to recharge, I'm definitely introverted, I think. And that's That's why I think I've made it this much, this far, being alone. Like I've been doing my own thing for almost a year now, like not doing a normal day job with other people. Like I've been working on my own business and during the day I'm, I'm alone and dictating my life. So it's like, that's, I think how I've made it so long because I am like a recharged introvert, you know?
1: Well, I think that also there is, there are, you, you can be an introvert extrovert or an extrovert introvert. I think everyone's a little bit of both, but I think that, I think that it's what, all I'm trying to say is that I think you, cause you are someone that does thrive so well when you are alone and you do have so much just intrinsic motivation that I think it's easy to forget that you also do have that extrovert side. So all I'm saying is I think your cabin fever might just be a little bit of a result of like needing to acknowledge just a little bit that you are also kind of an extrovert and you recharge around other people and that's okay to crave those social interactions.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. You're so right. But like I have no desire to go to a club or like, you know, tomorrow night we're going to meet up with friends at like a bar and I'm just like, okay, (laughs) like wish it was a different setting, but yeah, I guess like I need to kind of get used to it. I'm only 22 and I was never always like this. I kind of, I want to find the perfect balance between being fun and being social and then also being really healthy and the best version of myself and, you know, living in a great mindset. And I think it's a really hard balance sometimes.
1: Well, I think that all I think you think you're so right. And I think that it is such a difficult, it can be such a difficult balance, especially in our age group, you know, like 22 to 25. Like, that's just kind of how people socialize. And I think that sometimes it takes a little bit of an extra push on your end to facilitate events where you're not the don't revolve around partying and drinking always
0: that's why I really wish I had a bigger flat because if I had a big living area then I could just have people over and cook us like dinner parties and have like everybody that I want to come over and I can play good music and like cook for everyone. Like that's what I want. But like my flat is just way too small. Like I right. can't have more than like two people here. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, there's definitely other ways. And I think right now it has just been a really big Grind time for me, like put my head down and work, work, work. It's one of those years that I just am building a lot. So I'm, I'm not like regretting it. I just feel like sometimes I have this like uneasy feeling. And it's been happening a lot this year where I'm just like a bit uneasy and just like a little bit anxious and a bit like, like I'm lacking something. And I don't know what it is yet. Like my love life is very full and plentiful. And I like Ben is massive for like my happiness, but. You know, work-wise, I feel like, I don't know, like I feel honestly, Stella, like I'm kind of being run down by social media these days. It's my job. Like my main source of income is Instagram and it's so inconsistent and I hate how it literally just dictates my mood. Like if I lose a a few thousand followers, it's like I'm literally like depressed because I'm like, fuck, I need to gain more. Like what am I doing wrong? Am I not good enough? And it's a really shit cycle that, like, I don't know what to do because it's my job and it's, like, where my money comes from. Oh, my
1: God. I 100% feel you. And I think that, oh, it's it's so weird because it's it's such a new field that I feel like we're, like, we're, our generation's at the front lines of navigating it. And it's just, so like, there's not really that much support surrounding Instagram and how detrimental it can be. It's really, like... It's a comparison game in humans. I forget who I was talking to about this, but it's like humans learn learn the most from basically copying others. So for example, when you're like cavemen and someone starts a fire, you're like, okay, I can start a fire too. Or like they find a good, Barry, you're like, cool, I'm going to do that. So, like, you're kind of – we're programmed to want to copy and do what other humans are doing for survival. And Instagram creates this insane thing where you're watching all these people do these amazing things and you're like, oh, my God, I should be doing that. And it just – I understand. Like, it just kind of – it can totally beat you down. It really, really does.
0: It does. And since I have left Made in Chelsea and, like, since I – I'm not doing TV stuff anymore Um, and I'm doing my other stuff. Like I'm doing my online magazine and I'm doing my podcast and I am doing like we're doing our eBooks and like we're doing more, um, you know, personal growthy kind of health and wellness stuff. I feel like a lot of my followers like are not down for that. So they're, they've unfollowed me. Like I literally, you know, it's so silly, but I have lost 3000 followers in the past month. Now it's not a crazy amount but like still I'm just like where like why like why did you follow me in the first place because you thought I was this different person when you saw me on tv like well I am different so you know like I don't know I just I, I want like really true and like committed um and just like people that are on my same wavelength and I want girls and I have 40% guys following me I hate that I want all girls following me like I want like a tribe of women that like want to be their best with me and they can be on this journey with me and it's like where the fuck do I find them because yes I'm so grateful that I got these followers from that show but I'm also just kind of like where how can I reach the people that I really need to be reaching
1: well I think that I mean One of the biggest pieces of advice is that anyone is going to say with a massive platform like Oprah or anyone will always say, you know, if you're reaching one person, then you've done your job. And, like, honestly, I know what you – I get where you're coming from, but I think that you have to look at it as, like, if those 3,000 people were following you because they thought you were, like, a TV reality star and then they actually started, like – you started doing more things of substance and they unfold you then like those aren't the people that you like that doesn't serve you in any way and you just have to like kind of let that go and trust that you're putting out into the universe something that's way more targeted towards your purpose and it will come like it it will just it'll happen naturally and it's going to happen slowly but I think patience is a virtue.
0: I just got to keep grinding and like you know, I've been getting such great feedback with the podcast. So I just want to like put my head down and keep working on that. I want to start posting like for a week, like I'm really, really driven with this. And like the other thing though, so I know like everybody that's close to me has told me like, yay, like it's great. Keep doing it. But it's like, I like don't have any business partners, whereas you do. And it's like when you can bounce an idea off somebody else that has the same intention with the business, it's just like, such a relief because I feel like I make so many big decisions myself and I'm really like deciding what to to concentrate on and to plan on at the moment all by myself. And I don't really know if it's the right thing to do. How do you like, cause you were obviously a, a solo business owner until you met your, your partner. Like what, what happens? Tell me.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that, um, I think I'm feeling that way as well. I also felt like in the business that I was in, I needed someone who had way more business experience just because there's stuff with like financial and legal that I just, I wouldn't have been able to do by myself or no, I would have, I just, it would have taken me way more time. But I think that I really like, I like that. I like that. I exactly, yeah, I think it's nice to have someone to bounce ideas off of and just kind of feeling like it just, even if I'm working alone at home, I know that someone else is also kind of working at the same working towards the same goal, even if we're not in the same room doing it, which is comforting. But I think that like lean on the support system you do have. And Mimi, if you ever need to bounce an idea off me, like I'm here as well.
0: I know. And I do that with you. Remember when I was making my website, I was like, Stella, which logo? Stella, this like you are (laughs) kind of like my partner, but I also like don't want to put that much on you because you have your own business to run. You have your own Instagram to run. Like you have your own shit going on, you know? And it's like I'm so happy I have you though, because as much as Ben is like the most supportive human ever, he just doesn't get it sometimes with like, um, how a woman thinks, you know what I mean? Like we think really in depth and like, I'm not saying men don't sometimes, but (laughs) like the way we think we just need like reassurance and like comfort a lot, you know?
1: Yes. Kate, okay, two things. One, never feel like you don't want to put things on me. I'm literally always here to bounce ideas off with you. And I'm like, I want you to succeed if and it can ever help in any way, even if it's just an ear to listen. I'm here. So that's number one. Number two, I listened to this podcast yesterday um, with this man named John Wineland who talks about masculine versus feminine energy. And it's not about male and female like women can have masculine energy male can have females can have female energy but basically what the gist of it is that like feminine energy wants to be seen and male energy wants to be appreciated and like yeah appreciated so the the issues that come about with that is that feminine energy will feel like there's not enough love and male energy will feel like I am burdened. So those are kind of the two issues that male and females face. And don't doesn't that just already feel so true? I just feel like that is I've experienced that so much in my life.
0: That makes so much sense. It makes and so, so much. men,
1: yeah. So the whole thing. This is really funny. So his whole thing is that men, or sorry, I'm not going to say men. Masculine energy like. They like completion. They like things to be resolved and finished and to move on. And women like, he calls it the tussle. We like the back and forth. So how that looks in a fight would be that, you know, you get in a fight about something, you solve it. And then like the next day, the person with the feminine energy will bring it up again, just to be like, let's like recap here and like go back and forth a little bit more. And the masculine energy is like, didn't we already resolve this?
0: So what's the, what did this guy say to do? in that kind of scenario. He basically says that
1: we have to stop trying to make each other like the other. We have to celebrate those differences. So that might look like when the woman tries to bring something up again, instead of saying, didn't we already resolve this? You kind of go like, Oh, you're so, you're so adorable when you uh, get like complain like that. Like, so I don't know, something like that, just getting involved in that, like playfulness and not, and then women have to try to like appreciate the masculine energy for what it is. So for example, like you have to kind of be receptive to what he can give in that moment. And it, like, if you go up to him and you try to kiss him and he's not like giving you everything, it's not that he doesn't like you. It's like, that's where he is in that moment. And men are more masculine energies, more like one track minded. So just being sensitive to where the other person is and not trying to turn them into you.
0: Yeah. And I sense. think that makes so much sense. And I've seen that with Ben and I, like, I, I'm i definitely the one that wants to talk about everything until it's sorted. He is the kind of person that wants to take a step back if we're in an argument and then just take a few hours and then regain his thoughts and then come back to me kind of thing. I'm more like a go, 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 like, we're hashing this out until it's done. And yeah, like, it, it never ends well when we have those kinds of fights. So that's such a, but like, I don't want to tell him you know, okay, yeah, go take your space. Like I in that moment, like I can't have that. It's not an option. Like I will think about it all freaking day and it will ruin my day until it's sorted. So what do I like?
1: Well, I think in a
0: situation like
1: that, it's like, that's something that's what he's saying we need to work on as opposite sexes as like you have to like he said that the biggest mistake that people make is that women will look at men and be like, oh, you're just like a hairier version of me. And they're just not like, We're Like very <laughs> different. And you have to you have to be. Like you have to appreciate that that those differences exist and that's what makes relationships work is that like the polarity, the back and forth, the opposites attract, that's what makes it work. So in a moment where he needs space, even though it's not what you want, sometimes not always, but there are moments where you might need to be like, okay, I'm just going to give this to him and like appreciate that that's what he needs and I'll be here when he's ready to talk.
0: Mm-hmm or he can be like, okay, let's hash it out now. Exactly. And the, <laughs> and the
1: conversation will only go better if you give them the space to want to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. That is such a crazy concept though. Cause it makes sense. And you know, I feel like we, we all have some masculine and some feminine energy in ourselves. Like I can really relate to wanting to get things done and like, um, well, you said at the beginning there you were like men just want to get it done and and they want an ending to it. Women are more back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like with my career, I'm more masculine, whereas I'm pretty dominant and I'm just like I want to get things done. I want to do 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 until it's finished, and like I don't. I try not to overthink as much. So you know, if I was a massive overthinker in my business. I probably wouldn't have started this podcast when I did because I'd overthink it. Like I just kind of like did all the movements and then I published it and then I'm just doing, 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 and just correcting on my, on my journey to the top. You know what I mean? So it's like, can you be masculine and feminine in different areas of your life?
1: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that's what he's trying to say is that no one is only one of each. And if they are like you, you probably need to try to work to be a little bit more of both because in an ideal situation, you have both you're probably dominant in one, but the reason I even listened to this podcast was because I was with a friend who she was she listened to it and she realized that she was basically all masculine energy
0: really so she
1: and like it just helped her understand how her and her partner fight a little bit more anyway it was really interesting, so yeah there's no no one is only one side of it. I think that you always are a little bit of both, and I think that like being driven in business, that is like, that's what he, I think he would say is more masculine energy, like that drive, that completion, that like, let's get it done. That's that masculine energy.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Just interesting. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, even I, I was talking to my dad about it yesterday, and he said that he's both.
0: Yeah, that's so confusing if you're both.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so confusing. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I'm so happy I'm talking to you today though, because I feel like I need some Stella in my life at the moment.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. No, I feel like I totally understand that like discouraged feeling. And I think we all have those moments and just also, I think it's a really important thing sometimes when you're feeling sad and like, not sad, but just, you know what I mean? Like the little discourages, like, let it wash over you a little bit. And I like to sometimes think about, like, those negative emotions as a wave where it's, like, it's not going to last forever. Just, like, sit with it for a second. Let it wash over you. Actually feel it. And sometimes, like, just letting yourself feel it, sometimes you see the way out through it. Like, sometimes the only way out is through is what I'm trying to say, you know?
0: I feel like it's with with everything from my health to work right now. Like, this is just the past few days. But I – I hate the feeling of putting so much work and effort into something and not getting, um, you know, praise or approval or results back instantly. And let's just say like with my body, like I feel like I've definitely been at a plateau lately and like I feel like I work so hard and I work out all the time and I think I'm eating so healthy, but like I feel like I'm doing something wrong because it's like I'm not where I want to be yet at all. And I'm just like, I feel like, just, there's a damper on me right
1: now. Okay. I think that first of all, I think that number one, I think that like changes just take more time than we have been programmed to like, than what we've been taught. Like we've always been told for our entire lives, like, here's this before and after here's this, here's this, like, that's not how life happens. And I think that, I guess, like, I think really what you need to try to focus on right now is that it's all going to happen. You're going to get there. And it's like, you have to see a little bit of this like the you have to find a way to have fun in the journey and not just focus on the destination because i think even that kind of circles back to that first part of the conversation where you were like i'm just so fo- you're so focused on the podcast and you just kind of want more fun in your life i just think generally that's a that's a good place to be is focusing on how do i make this journey more enjoyable so that it's not like i'm not where i am and then one day i'll get there it's like you have to find a way to enjoy the climb
0: yeah. And I think I do a lot of the time, but then I just get into these weird modes where I'm just like, I put so much work into this. I'm not there yet. You know, like why, why am I even doing this? But that's just me being super negative. And just, I took a negative pill this morning, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You took a negative pill.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that, I don't know, reframing to me is always a a good practice just trying to see it as you know you're on your way somewhere and sometimes it's hard to see because you're so in it even for me like when people are when I meet people and I say what I'm doing and they're like oh my god that's impressive I'm like no it's not like I'm not even anywhere close and like it's a struggle right now and people like people don't see it like it's kind of nice to hear from others how you're actually being perceived and that you're doing a lot because sometimes in the moment it doesn't feel like it's you it, you are because it's you
0: Oh, my God! Yes, I can so, so agree with that, Stella. You know, the only thing really keeping me going at the moment, like the past few days has been looking at my dms and getting so many messages from these really sweet girls being like your podcast is like changing my life. I'm listening to it every morning, like please keep going, like you're gonna go so far. I love like, this is so incredible like I know it, it it makes me this is like what's kept me positive. Or, like, more positive the past few days. Like, just getting that feedback. And, like, I don't know where I'd be without that. And I'm just so happy that that's happening. I just feel like, you know, I just... Rah, I want everything to start happening. I need a freaking personal assistant. That's what I need. <laughs> I need to, like, delegate things that I don't like to do and just concentrate on what I'm really good at. And then... Yeah. yeah. No, but I feel so much better okay. already, honestly. And I, I'm
1: glad and honestly... I'm, that's so awesome. Like you're changing, you're affecting so many people, even if it doesn't feel like it right now. And just like, you're on your way, like relax a little bit. And honey, honey, on that note, I'm so sorry. I have to run to this event soon, but I know I love you. I'm so sorry. You're having a blah day, but honestly you're on your way. I know it. I feel it
0: I need my big break to come a bit sooner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't we all? All right, guys, I don't even know what this episode was today. That was just like Stella and I needed to have a catch-up phone call, and we were like, why don't we record it for the podcast? <laughs> so I don't really know what you're going to take from this. I guess Stella could be your therapist as well. Um, I'm so glad. This is actually good. It's a little snippet into our actual lives. This is what we talk about. This is a little podcast of us complaining now, go listen to a positive inspirational podcast that I' supposed to
1: well, I think uh, it's good it's important it's important to show both sides of that, you know like it's like you're obviously you're such a motivational person, but like everyone has off days, and I think that's important an important thing to showcase
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely, and i I just I always show my best bits you know i always show the the highlight reel and i want this podcast to not be that because it's so hard to like not show your highlight reel on instagram like you instantly want to just post the best photo it's not like you're going to post like the worst one out of the bunch you just took you know what i mean <laughs> and it's not like you know like everyone even people that post makeup free instagram selfies it's like it's still a really good angle and they still really like how they look lot <laughs> of the time yeah exactly. <laughs>
1: No, for but, sure, for sure.
0: yeah, I, I think voice is a lot more raw, and yeah, I'm glad, yeah, you guys got to hear this day, because this is what Stella and I's combos actually sound like on a weekly basis. <laughs> daily, girl. daily basis.: Okay,
1: have an awesome day. I love you so much. Um, you. I'm
0: sure I'll talk Bye. to you in like five minutes. <laughs> okay, big kisses. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.